Hello, all you lovely people out there on the internet. Welcome to my brand new podcast. I am Atticus Hamilton, and you are listening to the Science Behind That podcast. This is a first episode, so welcome. On this podcast series, we will take things that we experience, every one of us, experiences in day-to-day life, and I will break down the science behind every single one of those things. So make sure to grab yourself your cup of coffee, cup of morning tea, whatever you do in the morning, and sit down for the first episode of the Science Behind That podcast. I hope you guys enjoy, and today's episode is about Groupthink is a topic that really interests me. Um, I love psychology, and I think this is one of the most interesting areas of psychology for me personally. Um, Basically, groupthink is the idea that, um, or I guess the theory, the psychological phenomenon that When 66% of us are in a group situation or an environment, we will do whatever is necessary to not stand out. We will agree with the group. We will, you know, hide our own opinions on something that, you know, we may really disagree with what's being said. 60% of us, 60 to 66% of us, will do these things. And this is because of the psychological phenomenon called groupthink. Now, all of us are um, susceptible to groupthink because we're all biological organisms and we're all homo sapiens. But, uh, for example, I'm sure all of us, all of us who've been in a college classroom before have had this experience so you're going over a quiz in class and you have to raise your hand every time you get something correct and raise your other hand every time you get something wrong we've all had that feeling where we raise our hands when we got something wrong and we're the only one get that sickening feeling in your stomach that just uneasy uncomfortable feeling that um you know you don't want to be there that you know something about it just feels wrong that can be traced back to groupthink because if for example we were to take that class of people that class of students and ask them which question is correct and which question is wrong. And if we were to take all but one of those students and tell them to answer everything incorrectly, eventually 66% of us will begin to go along with what's being said even when you know that that thing is blatantly wrong. And that's the basis of groupthink that we change our own ideas to conform to the ideas of a group if it means we fit in. So, 
I was thinking about this because, as as you may know, um, I'm in college. I think I just mentioned it actually. I'm in college, and I just recently took a physics exam. And in the little group chat we had for this class, this one guy took it before everyone else, right? And he says, don't worry, everybody, it's fine. It's easier than the homework, you know, keep your head about you. And the answer to the questions are basically in the questions themselves. You guys will do fine, you know, keep your head about you. And when he said this, everybody, you know, was really congratulatory towards him. Oh, thank you for saying that. That puts my mind at ease, etc. Right? Then something interesting happened. So then there was this lady whom I assume was just trying to be... I don't, I don't know what her deal was. But anyway, so this lady comes into the group chat. And I felt so bad for this guy. She just starts going at him. You know, harassing him, saying, oh my god, I can't believe that you're you're cheating, you're helping others cheat, you know, this is academic dishonesty or whatever, because my university has very weird terms of what academic dishonesty is. All because the guy said the, the answers to the questions are within the questions and you guys will do fine. All because he said that. He gets attacked by this lady, right? And so what happens? I thought that all the people that were congratulatory to him previously would come to his defense, right? That's not, actually, that's not at all what happened. Instead, everyone who had previously said, thanks for saying that, you know, you really made me feel better, started to agree with the girl and say, oh, how terrible he was and whatnot. And when I saw this, it's just kind of interesting because it's like it's the perfect example of groupthink right so those people who had previously agreed with them didn't want to disagree with this girl for whatever reason perceivably because or per- presumably because it would appear as though she had a sense of authority about her even when she didn't but anyway this 60% of the people didn't want to appear different than everyone else. So they agreed with the girl and started attacking this young gentleman. And, and I thought that was interesting. And the more I thought about it, I think the more I realized that in everyday life, we see examples of this everywhere, right? I mean, we see examples of this everywhere. Now, because I'm a biology person, um, I like to think of things in an evolutionary way, right? So from an evolutionary perspective, where did um, uh, groupthink come from, right? That's the big question. And even... Today, it is still being debated um, among psychologists, among uh, anthropological psychologists, among anthropologists, behavioral psychologists, evolutionary biologists, the whole nine yards. It is being debated today of where did groupthink 
come from, right? Where did it come from? And why do we feel this uh, urge to want to fit in, right? Because also, really quick, before we dive into the evolutionary biology, I think when everyone was in high school, everyone's at one point or another felt the, you know, when you're a freshman, the the, the kind of sick feeling in your stomach. You know, you're a freshman, you don't know the school, you don't know anyone, you know, you don't fit in and, and, and you just want to fit in. And that is, it, it, it's the psychological basis for groupthink and, and, and group behavior in, in various situations. So anyway, today, a lot of psychologists and evolutionary biologists would argue that groupthink came about as a survival mechanism. And so what do I mean by that? Well, let's think about it for a minute. Pre-agricultural humans um, were a hunter-gatherer species, right? We Before we learned how to domesticate animals and grow things, we would forage for vegetables and berries and roots, and we would hunt game. And so the theory is that individuals who are more likely to change their own ideas and behaviors to conform with that of a group were, as a result, more likely to fit in with that group. And not just that, but large groups of an individual in the wild have a higher chance of survival among the individuals of that group than if one individual was just alone, right? And so that's one theory, that this desire to fit in and conform, especially in a group setting, benefited us from a survival perspective. Um, And there is one other theory which I will address before um, I wrap up for today. Um, and that is the theory of sociality, right? Humans are a very, very, very social species. And it is that aspect of evolutionary biology is almost uniformly agreed upon is that humans evolutionarily were a social species because it benefits survival and we are still such a social species because again, it still benefits survival. So one theory of groupthink was that because we are such a social species, the chance of survival of being exiled out of a group of people because you don't conform to the group's overall ideologies were dramatically lower than if an individual conformed to that group and stayed with that group. And not just that, but I'm sure anyone can attest, it feels good to finally find a group to belong to. I know personally, um, I finally joined the hiking and outdoor group or whatever at my university. And it's great because now I'm finally with a group of people that, uh, you know, have an interest in the same things I do. And that is often thought of or cited as one of the main reasons or possibilities for why groupthink evolved is that 
it benefits survival, one, and two, because we're a social species, we have urges already to stay with members of our own species and to socialize with each other in a group setting. So that is basically groupthink in a nutshell. Um, if you guys enjoyed this episode, please uh, subscribe to my podcast, download it, share it, whatever you like, um, or just wait till the next one on Friday. Um, on Friday, we will be talking about how shock absorbers in your car actually work and uh, the interesting physics and engineering behind that. So stay tuned for that. That'll be Friday morning. In the meantime, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and the first episode of the science behind that podcast. I'm your host, Atticus Hamilton. And until next time, have a good morning, everyone. And remember, stand up and question everything.